Okay. Uh, hello, Seven Mile Road. Happy February. Today's Groundhog Day. Today is Groundhog Day. Recording this. So. Does anybody know what uh, Punxsutawney Phil saw this morning? I don't know. Do you? Always six more weeks of winter. Michael's theories is always six more weeks of winter because we're in New England, which is probably true. Yeah. So. Uh, it is true that we're in New England. We'll see about the winter. So far, it's been a little wild, although this weekend's going to get crazy. So. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Saw a great tweet this morning, though, about about Groundhog Day. It said, if the pastor sees a shadow, the sermon series goes on for six more weeks. <laughs> and I'm just going to come out of the gate and tell you, I'm not even going to let you ask, Sarah. We're back in the Gospel of Luke. We are back in the Gospel of Luke. All of February, we're going to be cranking. At least six more weeks. It'll yes. be more, but yeah. At least six more weeks in the Gospel of Luke. Really excited now that we're going uh, going again. We've had a good, strong January. Mm-hmm. And let's go. We're in, we're in the home stretch on the Gospel of Luke. But That's there's right. definitely six more weeks. And we're excited about doing that as we're gathering on Sundays. Yep. So that is our main rhythm of life together is Sundays. Um, and then our second main rhythm of life together is gospel communities. Our gospel communities are, are places where we are seeking to build smaller communities where we're believing in Jesus together and learning how to do that and love one another. And so we have nine of those. Mm-hmm. They are starting to get very full. Hey, it's really exciting. I mean, most of us have probably noticed that you know, the building's a little bit more full on mm-hmm. Sundays. The church is growing. Uh, the building isn't, but the church is, <laughs> and uh, there's more people around, and that's an exciting thing because as you know, as as our fly has been uh, for a long time, as our our aim has been for a long time around here, it's to see every Bostonian that Jesus gives us loved and gospeled well, and we're in a season where where God is doing that with more uh, and more people, and so uh, it's getting a little cramped, particularly because we got winter coats and and gloves and hats to deal with, but. It is really exciting uh, time around here. And one of the things with that is we've been going with, working through our connection cycle. Mm-hmm. And, and we just had another members class this week. That's right. Just uh, a few days ago, we had our members class that we call SMR 101. Um, we had a handful of folks hang with us for a few hours on a Sunday afternoon. And we went through what is the gospel? What is the church? What is this church here at Seven Mile Road? And how... Do you, how do new members fit into all that? It's been a whole lot of fun uh, because there are, as we said, the building's, the building's full, mm-hmm. the church is growing, and the church isn't the building, and we see that because, like I said, the building's not growing, but the church is. And um, so there's more folks connecting here, and we're excited about that because we want to love the gospel people, and we want to be, uh, we want to see the church growing and being sent on mission in some beautiful ways. And so we've had a great time talking about those things, who we are. Um, and getting to, to open the Bible and talk through that and see how uh, the gospel changes everything in our lives. And one of the other fun things we do there is we get, we get to talk about our distinctives. Yeah. Um, so over the first half of this year, we just want to take some time on these podcast update episodes to discuss those distinctives. Um, we want to zero in on the commitments that shape our church because they are the values that drive who we are, and they're a good reminder for everyone. So we started last month with our first distinctive, uh, gospel centrality, and now we're moving on to the second, which is holiness and humility. So what exactly do we mean when we say that a distinctive of Seven Mile Road is holiness and humility? When we talk about holiness and humility, what we mean is that because of who Jesus is, 
because of what Jesus has done for us through his perfect life and perfect death and resurrection, uh, because he took the penalty for my sin and your sin, and because I've been credited with his righteousness, because I deserve death, but I have been given life by God, and because the best thing for me is to live under his wisdom, God's wisdom, God's care, and God's protection. We have a commitment uh, as a church, an unwavering commitment to holy living, but not with performance or pretense here at Seven Mile Road. Holiness and humility have to be the core response to the good news that Jesus came to seek and save the lost, to seek and save us. And so we pursue that. So what you're saying, Justin, is that we are aiming to be a really holy people that obey God's word. Yeah. So in both the Old Testament and the New Testament, they agree that God is holy. And because of that, we as his people are to be holy. But then often when we look around or when we watch TV shows or even see some people in the Bible, we see people that are trying to be really holy and also are very arrogant, proud, kind of jerks and not super cool to be around, not really people that we'd want to be friends with. So how do we, how does being holy and humble work? Like how do we become people marked by holiness and humility? Yeah, you're so right. Because the Bible does call us to holiness. Like you could look in, you know, Leviticus 11, you could look in 1 Peter 1, you could see how God calls us to holiness. Um, but yeah, we want to be, we want to be humble as well. And so I think we're all trying to figure that out. Uh, we're prone to pride. We're prone to arrogance. We're prone um, to performance. And somehow being holy is an easy thing for us to get all proud about. Mm. It's terrible. And it's the opposite of what Jesus was about. Um, even to the extent that, as you said, many of the religious people who were supposed to be holy actually opposed Jesus to his face. So this is a real challenge for them now, of them at that point, and us now. And to put it really simply, we have received this abundance, a total and complete abundance of undeserved grace from God that we don't deserve. We don't deserve God's love. We don't deserve God's, uh, Jesus' gospel. We just don't. And so when we grasp the fullness of that truth, it produces in us a holiness and a humility. And it's important to note that we don't become holy and humble by muscling up or by trying hard. Uh, we become holy and humble by believing in Jesus, by believing that he bled and died for my sins, sins that I could never take care of on my own. And the gospel is so powerful. Jesus' life is so powerful, and the Holy Spirit is so powerful that while we are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, our faith never remains alone. And so God's work do produce in us a life of repentance and obedience so that over time we look more and more like Christ. And our hearts are resolved to say yes to all Christ's callings on our lives. And our hearts even take joy in living under God's wisdom and care and protection. Yeah, that's such a great reminder. Yeah, and because it's all by grace, there's nothing to prove. There's not a single box to, to check. With holiness comes this humility. And we know deep down that we bring nothing to the table except our sins. We're broken and in need of a Savior, period. And our only boast is in the goodness, mercy, power, and glory of Christ. And as a church, we know we need each other so that we always remember who Jesus is, what he's done, and how that changes everything. Yeah, so that is our second distinctive here at Seven Mile Melrose. That is holiness and humility. Um, so we're going to jump back into a few updates on what to expect in February. 
first up, we're recording this on Thursday, so maybe not tomorrow for you as a listener, but tomorrow for us, our older section of student ministry is having their biggest event of the year. Um, Michael, can you tell us what they're doing and why they're doing that? Well, what they're doing is they're going to be very cold mm-hmm. for, you know, 72 hours. Mm-hmm. They're going to be going two hours north to Hebron, New Hampshire, where Camp Marie is hosting their deep freeze winter camp. Yep. And it's going to be our sixth graders through our 12th graders that are going to be going. They are going to get some time together with some preaching of the Bible, some singing songs, some a lot of indoor activities, and maybe some outdoor ones if they're very fully dressed. Ugh. Um, and they're going to get some time away, a time away to just focus on really the one question that they ask them every year is, what's your next step in mm. faith and following Jesus? And so we find that time away is really good for the students and the leaders to get to know each other and trust each other, but also for our students to think about who they are in relation to the gospel, where they're at with Jesus, and what a next step of faith might look like. So if you're praying for them, that would be a big one to pray for. Obviously, safety there and back. Yeah. Staying warm. Um, but also that there would be some movements in their hearts and towards Christ. Yes, please be praying for our students and their leaders this weekend. And you may have seen on your calendars, February 10th is a gospel workshop on marriage. Um, just a quick note that that is postponed. So we'll keep you posted, um, but that is not happening this month. But what is happening this month on February 12th, on Sunday, right after church, we are having a serve interest meeting. Um, Justin, why is it important that we are having that serve interest meeting? Why is it important to serve the church? It's important. So practically, it's important because uh, because we're part of a family. Yeah, here. there's roles that need to be yeah, filled. There's practically, part of a family here, and you know, in a family, everybody's able to, to pitch in and does pitch in, and a healthy family is pitching in where they can to serve for the greater good. So practically, that's it. Uh, but from, it's more than that. But it's way more than that. Christ came to serve, right? Like Jesus is a servant. Um, he, the Son of Man, came. Not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And that's who Jesus is. And that's an identity that we take on when we become followers of Jesus is we become servants. In real ways, we are now servants of God. It's who we are. And we're living on his mission. And so as we serve, we conform to the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so the question is not, um, should I serve? The question is, where can I serve? How can I serve? And how can I be so full-hearted yep. um, in doing so that I'm both sh- showing off my Savior and I'm being conformed to His likeness? Yeah. So Sunday, February 12th is the time to hear more about that. You all have um, gifts and talents and time, and we want to plug you in to ways to use those really well. Um, so at that quick meeting, you'll hear from leaders from our band, from our kids ministry, from some of the teams that serve in our balcony, from all different areas of regular serving. Um, And you'll just hear a taste of what it's like to serve there and how you can fit into that. Um, So going to this meeting doesn't commit you to anything. It's just a way to hear from the leaders of our serve team. And the whole meeting is going to be about 20 minutes. So you will be home with plenty of time to make it to your Super Bowl party. I promise. Do you promise? I do promise. Okay. I have another announcement for the 12th. Okay. 
on the 12th, because of the Super Bowl, yep. said party. Yes. Uh, the students will not be meeting that night. Okay. But they will be meeting after the service. Cool. So they'll just have lunch together, talk through the sermon, do their small groups, and then everybody will be freed up to go to their own Super Bowl parties. Great. We will not be hosting them. Okay. Yeah. We love them, but they can have their own party. All right. Well, happy February. We made it through January, which is like the longest month of the year. So, and now we're at the shortest. We're looking good to make it through Groundhog Day. Mm, it's true. Although sometimes February feels like the longest because of how, how cold it is. Yeah. But I just love that it fits into like four weeks perfectly. <laughs> it is handy. On there. It is handy. It's a four week month. That is handy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Hey, have a good week. Have a good week. Have a good month. Sorry. Have a great month. All right. Bye.